Hello and welcome to the Wild Free Will podcast. Today I want to talk a little bit about riding the wave of newness and really allowing yourself to be uncomfortable when you find yourself in a situation that is new and different and that you're not fully, you know, comfortable with yes and then also that you're not really maybe an expert at um there's like a lot, obviously, I talk a lot about being an expert on the podcast and like how I think it's bullshit, but <laughs> anyways. Um, and yeah, today I want to talk about this because um, I'm in the middle of this, honestly. That's kind of what inspired me. This whole week has kind of been like weird. The whole week for me has been really strange. I just have felt kind of, I don't know, not fully grounded and not fully... Um, Oh God, I want to use the word stable, but that makes me sound crazy. But I haven't felt fully like, I guess, secure in what I'm doing or why I'm doing it. Um, I'm going through a lot of changes right now. I'm, I've made changes in my business and the admin side of things. And, um, and I'm learning like a new system and it feels big and scary and confusing. And it feels like if I make a mistake, there's going to be quite like intense consequences I'm not sure that that's actually true, but it's definitely something that I have been kind of working through this week. Then I'm also, right now I, I enrolled in a like six week Kundalini yoga program, I guess I would call it. And um, that has been really interesting, <laughs> really interesting, very challenging. And, um, and it's a lot, but all of these things, and just some other things that are kind of like up in the air in my life right now, a lot of these things are what inspired this um, this podcast because if I were to take my own advice, I would do exactly what I'm about to tell you. And I can tell you that in this week, I really have not done any of these things. I think that I'm embracing them now, um, but I, I mean, sometimes when you're in the midst of that kind of like what's happening, and this is so new and I, and I don't know what to do. And that's maybe never true. It's never really fully 100% true that we don't know what to do. And it's certainly not true that we can't figure it out. Of course we can. We've done it a million times before and, and we will again. But when you're in that moment, sometimes it's so difficult to take a step forward and to kind of get yourself out of it. And for me, one of the things that I've noticed about myself looking back and it's really come to the surface this week is it's so important for me to understand like why I'm doing something. I need to be connected with that why. And if I'm not, then I'm not going to really get any results out of whatever it is that I'm doing. So like if I'm meditating and I'm doing it because Deepak Chopra tells me that I should, that's not enough of a reason for me. I need to understand why I'm, you know, Candice Alessia, why I'm doing these things, not why someone else wants me to or why the greater you know population thinks it's a good idea there has to be some kind of emotional attachment to to things for me and um that's just been really it's been a really gift a really big gift there's been so much that's come up this week and as i'm talking to you even more is coming up which is interesting it's been happening a lot on the podcast because i've been talking about things that are so um like fresh i guess things that are happening for me right now so I've nattered on enough. Let's get down to like <laughs> what to do when this happens to you. When you find yourself in this situation 
and you're feeling this discomfort, how can you kind of go with the flow? How can you ride that wave, okay, of something being new and you being uncomfortable with it being new, okay? The first thing that I would say is try to understand as best as you can why you're feeling discomfort. So really try to like uncover what it is that's going on for you. And an excellent tool for this can be uh, journaling. If that's not a practice that you really have cultivated yet, I can't encourage it enough. Just it's a great way to really converse with yourself. Um, And I mean that literally. Sometimes I actually ask myself questions and then answer them because it really helps me get um, a little bit deeper into whatever it is that I'm going through. Meditation can be another one too, where you can really get silent and listen to your inner voice and, and not just the voice that's like, you know, usually out in the world, not the one that's making all the noise, but the one that kind of whispers in your ear, if that makes sense. But yeah, try to use some tools or strategies or just, you know, get silent and try to uncover why you're feeling discomfort in the first place. Is it just because the situation is new? You've never been in this position before. You don't really know what's happening. Are you bumping up against a limiting belief about having to do something or be a certain way? Like do something a certain way, sorry, or be a certain way? Is it because you're feeling like you're not good enough? This one is probably the single most common like limiting belief that everyone, everyone, everyone experiences and it's probably the single biggest thing that holds all of us I think collectively back is just the feeling like we're not good enough like we don't know what we're doing like we don't have anything to offer that so on and so forth you could ride that story forever um or maybe like me (laughs) you have some perfection perfection man sorry talking is hard today um some perfectionistic tendencies and that's making you feel like you you have to have things figured out right away. So it really stops you from allowing yourself to be new at something, shit at something, you know, really stops you from being a beginner. So take a second and really try to understand what it is that is kind of causing these feelings of discomfort or what feelings you're bumping up against. And whatever it is, as always, allow yourself to just feel it. So if you feel like you are you know, not good enough at whatever it is that you're trying to do. And this could be anything, like maybe you're wanting to post more on Instagram or you're wanting to start your own podcast or you're wanting to apply for a promotion at work or you're wanting to like start dating again, you know, and you're just feeling like, well, you know, I'm not really good enough. Who's going to love me? Who's going to hire me? These are all these stories that we tell ourselves, all of these limiting beliefs And they're one of the main things that kind of trip us up when we start something new because something new is always going to be a little bit scary. It should be a little bit scary because if it's not scary, it means that you don't have any skin in the game. It means that you don't really have anything on the line or anything to like lose. And obviously that's really sort of metaphorical we don't really have something to lose like posting on instagram applying for a job like there's nothing to lose except feeling maybe embarrassed or something along those lines but it feels a lot more life or death in the moment so just allow yourself to feel whatever it is and just allow it to come up and just acknowledge it and be like oh hey i see you i see this feeling of discomfort i see this perfectionistic tendency i see this limiting belief and isn't that interesting You know, we're not beating ourselves up about it. 
We're not like trying to necessarily change it or move through it. We're just acknowledging it because when you can acknowledge yourself and kind of witness yourself, you give yourself so much space to actually tackle the root of the problem and not get all like drawn, sorry, wrong word, not get all caught up in the, in the story that you're telling yourself about whatever it is. So you're not getting caught up in the drama. You're really dealing with what's right in front of you. Okay. The second thing that I would suggest you do is to reach out for some kind of support. So talk to a friend or a family member or whoever you trust um, and really allow yourself to be witnessed. So tell somebody how you're feeling and just get it out of you. It's almost like when we do these things and journaling can be this for me too sometimes. Maybe you feel the same way. Maybe that will be your experience if you try it, if you've never tried it before. But journaling can be almost like a sort of exorcism. Um, and I think it's incredible. It's so powerful, but that's not necessarily what I'm describing here. Here, I'm actually saying to allow yourself to be witnessed, to be seen by someone else. It's the idea of like a trouble shared is a trouble halved. So allowing yourself to be held and be supported by the people around you in the same way that you would hold and support them if they needed that from you. Because we all would, right? We would take care of the people who are around us and we deserve to also receive that care in return. Um, as a personal example, the Kundalini program that I'm in has a group chat and um, I reached out to the group and I kind of explained to them like everything that I was feeling because so many people are like, I'm having this like amazing experience and I'm feeling all these things and you know, I'm, I'm seeing things like I'm having like, like uh, visualizing all of these things. I'm feeling a lot of like, whatever, seeing like auras or seeing light or whatever it is that people are, whatever their individual experiences. And I have been spending the last, like it's only been six days today, but I spent the last five days literally doing the practice and the whole time just being like, what the fuck am I doing? Why am I doing this? over and over and over again <laughs> that was a story that was like going on in my mind and I really felt like I couldn't shut it off even though I'm a like a relatively I don't want to say, I sound so arrogant I'm, I'm a practiced meditator I've been meditating for many years um like on and off and you know you you dip in and out of practices and whatever but so I'm used to when I'm being guided to be able to like dive in and, and kind of get deep quite quickly and so this practice has been really confronting and really challenging because I haven't been able to do that um, just because I've been like literally what am I doing and why am I doing this thing like why am I saying what I'm saying and breathing the way I'm breathing and moving my arms the way I'm moving them I don't understand and so I reached out to the group and I basically told them that like I just feel like my thoughts are running rampant and I can't seem to shut them down and I don't know where to place my focus so much is happening at once and like all I, I didn't necessarily ask for advice. Um, I just wanted to hear about what other people's experience of this was, if anyone else had been through it as well. And I received an outpouring of love and, and just really being seen and witnessed by this group of women, most of whom are way more advanced in their practice than I am because I have never done Kundalini yoga before. I mean, a couple of things here and there, a couple of breathwork practices. And I think that I like really dove into the deep end with this program that I'm doing. And it's so interesting um, because like, I think in the midst too of this kind of like, what the fuck is happening? There's also like, 
this idea that, wow, I really challenged myself and like good on me for doing something that like I'd never done before and I have no experience with. And that actually, if I'm totally honest, 10, maybe even more like 10, 12 years ago was extremely confronting. I remember because Gabby Bernstein is one of the people who's like an OG practitioner of uh, Kundalini yoga. And I remember trying it like a really long time ago and just being like, nope, none of that is for me. It was just, it was way too triggering. The breath work was too triggering. Everything about it was too, too triggering, too confronting. Um, And it's interesting too, because that just means that it wasn't the right time for me. And like 12 years later, here I am trying it and it's, I'm having a totally different experience. And uh, that was kind of, sorry, a tangent, (laughs) a relevant one, like a happy one, but a tangent nonetheless. But asking for this support has really been helpful. One, it just makes you feel like you're not alone. Um, and and it makes you see that there's like other people who experienced this and that they got past it. And so you can too, which is an, a really interesting thing, right? When we have somebody who has like a light and they're leading the way for us and they're saying, you know, it's okay if you continue on this path. I've been there. I felt what you felt. I've, I've felt what you're feeling and I, I got past it and I know you will too. There's so much power in that. And so, yeah, reach out to somebody, ask them for support and ask them to just listen to you. It's not like you need advice. You don't need to ask for somebody else's opinion. In a lot of cases, I would actually discourage you from asking for other people's opinions, but allow yourself to be witnessed in all that you are, including the sort of warts in all scenarios, right? Allow yourself to be witnessed even when you're not this bright shining light because we aren't all the time. We're human and we have these waves and these ebbs and flows, right? Of like feeling really good and then, you know, having a bit of a setback and like moving 10 steps forward and taking one step back. That's life. That's the game of life. And so today, this is something my partner always says, uh, you know, today it's me and tomorrow it'll be you. Or today it's you and tomorrow it'll be me. You can take it whatever way you want. So today I might be struggling and tomorrow it'll be, you know, your best friend or your mom or whatever, your sister, your brother, whatever it is. And so if you ask for support, there's nothing wrong with that. There will come a moment where you will be able to offer that support back to the person. So really allow yourself to receive that support. Really be open to that support and be willing to ask for it, right? That's probably the hardest part, but definitely be willing to ask for ask for it. Um, so my third kind of step here to like move through this newness, and I say move through, not get past. It's not something that we're rushing through, right? We don't wanna like, she said, having tried very hard to rush through it this week, but we don't want to rush through it. There's so much beauty in being in these moments of like newness and like life, especially as an adult, this is something that I've found life can become really quite monotonous where you're working the same job and you're doing the same things and, you know, cleaning the house and dinner needs to be made and you need to find time for exercise and you need to take care of the kids and it can kind of become this sort of routine. And so these moments of newness, as uncomfortable as they may make us, they're actually just like a bright light in what is our like regular life, right? Like it's a routine. And so doing something new, if you're willing to see it that way, can be really exciting. A little bit scary, a little bit exciting, right? That's how you know that you're on the right path. When you feel a mix of those things, it should make you a little bit nervous because it means that you're stretching, right? But you do want to be like excited. So really try to embrace the newness 
and allow yourself to like celebrate it and enjoy it because life is not made necessarily of newness. It's made of more like routine. And so when we do get these kind of reprieves, that's like a really big deal. And it's something worth like enjoying because once we master whatever it is that we're working on, it will become the the norm, right? Like it'll become regular for us. Um, so that was like a step that I didn't mean to add, <laughs> that I had not intentionally added, but yeah, embrace the newness. So, so far we have uncover why you're feeling discomfort, reach out for support, embrace the newness. And then what was number three, but is now number four <laughs> is go gentle on yourself. So something I say um, to clients all the time, something I try to remind myself and my friends and something I've said a million times on the podcast. In fact, I have an entire episode just about this is you're just a little human. You are just a little human doing the best that you can. And this is something that we just need to constantly remind ourselves so we can cut ourselves some slack and really accept who we are because we are pretty much always doing our best. We're rarely ever showing up at like 70% or like 10% or whatever. We're almost always giving 100% of whatever it is that we have in that moment. And 100% is going to look different day to day, right? But we are always trying to do our best and to just show up and, and do things however we can. And there, that is the beauty of anything. When you attempt to do something, that is enough. It's not about doing it perfectly. It's about showing up and doing it at all, right? That is perfect. It is perfect when you show up messy and uncomfortable and, you know, maybe a little bit grumpy because you don't want to be doing whatever it is that you're doing or, you know, feeling a little bit frustrated because it's not going the way you want it to go, but you're still there. That's the win, right? So try to go gentle on yourself when you're not doing things like quote unquote perfectly and really understand that the showing up is the battle. For whatever habit it is that you're trying to incorporate or whatever new thing you're going through, the more that you show up, the better it is. But usually the biggest battle isn't doing the thing once you're there. It's actually getting there in the first place. So like for me with the Kundalini, like I felt, especially the last two days, I felt so much resistance. In fact, I didn't do it the practice in the morning because I was tired and I was grumpy and it just wasn't the right time. Um, but then in the afternoon, I was like, okay, let's just, let's just do this. And as soon as I sit on my mat, I'm like, okay, I'm here. And I have a conversation with myself because the, the practice that I'm doing has two parts. So there's like the breath work part and then there's the meditation part. And so the past two days that I felt kind of off, I've just been like, okay, I'm just going to do the breath work part. I'm only going to go halfway. And then if I want to, I'll stop. And I didn't stop either day because the problem isn't doing the thing once we're there, it's getting there. So really allow yourself to move at your own pace and just show up however you can, but show up. Because once you show up, once you're already there, once your butt is in the seat or, you know, you're, you're doing the podcast, you're sitting down, you're recording it, or you're writing the Instagram post, or you're like refreshing your CV for the job promotion or whatever it is that you're working on, you know, you're doing your dating profile on Bumble or Tinder or whatever it is that you're doing, or you tell your friends, you know, I'm looking for a partner. Um, can you hook me up with anybody? 
once you've started that process, it all becomes so much easier and there's a buildup of momentum and you are able to just keep going. So showing up is the single most important thing that you can do, but really approaching that showing up with gentleness, not forcing yourself to show up. Although there is a time and a place for that as well, but we really need to be mindful that we're not punishing ourselves, that we're not beating ourselves up, we're not bullying ourselves, but really just showing up. Sorry, that was my dog that, the, that you heard there. She just came into the room. Um, but yeah, just showing up is, is enough. And the last and most important thing, I think, out of all of these tips is really embracing the idea of a beginner's mindset. Um, God, I'm so bad at this. I can't really tell you all the ways in which I am bad at this because I think one of my biggest limiting beliefs, just outing myself lately on the podcast, but one of my biggest limiting beliefs is that I, I absolutely, in all circumstances, every minute of every day, in every single thing that I do, must be perfect. I must do things perfectly. I must say things perfectly. I must show up perfectly. Um, I have to be the perfect girlfriend, daughter, friend, everything. I have to be the perfect coach. I always have to over deliver. It is really quite bad, <laughs> honestly. It's something that I'm actively working on. It's really, it's, it's something that I, I definitely struggle with. So you can imagine how for somebody like me who feels that they need to do something perfectly, when they start something new, how much resistance there is and how much there's, you know, bumping up against that kind of perfectionist boulder, because it really is. Perfectionism is a boulder that stands in the way of you moving forward on your path 100%. And you're just going to keep trying to run at that thing. And it's just going to constantly get in your way. Because when you are a beginner, it means you don't really know what you're doing and you don't really know how to do it. And you don't necessarily fully understand the mechanisms or like why you're doing something. And it takes time to learn all of those things. It's totally normal, right? Babies learn to walk and they fall down constantly. And they fall down and they fall down and they fall down and they get up, they get up, they get up. So when you first start doing anything, playing an instrument, learning a new language, it's normal to be absolute shit at it at first, right? Nobody starts off learning a language and all of a sudden they're fluent. No baby learns how to walk and all of a sudden they're running. Like they learn to crawl and then they start getting up and then they fall down. So having a beginner's mindset is really about embracing the okayness of being really exceptionally bad at something really, really bad at something and allowing yourself to, again, going back to the previous, the previous point, really allowing yourself to show up even though you're bad at it. So not expecting this perfectionism from yourself, not expecting that you're going to do things great the first time. And you may find something on earth that is what the universe put you here for, that the first time you do it, you have these magical results. Maybe you're a prodigy at the piano. Maybe you're you know, a polyglot and you just love languages. Like there's, there are things that we are naturally good at, but where the beginner process is lessened. But if you tried to do something different outside of your wheelhouse, you're still going to bump up against this thing. So it's really important to be able to recognize that no one is good at something right away. We all have these kind of 
awkward, you know, like kind of ugly duckling moments of learning to do something and taking the steps to get better. And part of how you do that is through the practice. It's through the showing up. It's through the doing it, even though it's messy, even though you're bad at it, even though it sucks. Um, and just really trying to move forward. And so that's like, I mean, I guess if we had to pick one piece of advice that was the single most important thing, it's like, even if something's new and it sucks and it's hard, you just need to show up. (laughs) If I was to synthesize this like now 25 minute podcast, then that's exactly what I would say. But I think there is so much nuance in life and there's a lot of nuance in what I've shared. And it's important to take all of these things into account because if we can do all of these things, if we can allow ourselves to be bad at something at first, and be really gentle with ourselves as we take our baby steps forward and we can ask people for support. We can embrace the situation and embrace the fact that this is new, embrace the excitement of it being new, and then kind of talk to ourselves about why we're feeling uncomfortable in the first place, like what limiting belief we're bumping up against. Then we can work to also change the limiting belief, like rewrite it and reframe it completely so it into something that serves us better. But all of this stands to make us really good at something over time. If we practice these steps, this is how you move towards mastery is by showing up even though you're shit at something, right? And just show up and show up and show up over and over and over again. And even when you get better at it and then you have a bad day, you remember like, it's okay to be not great at something, beginner's mindset. And you know, I had a bad day. Maybe I'll ask somebody for support or maybe I'll share this like kind of trip up with somebody so I don't have to carry the weight of this by myself. There's so many ways that we can like play and and move through life with these with these things, these suggestions that I've made to you today. And it's not just about being new. You can use so many of these in other areas of your life, other situations, basically any situation that causes you discomfort. And just really trying to understand why, like really unpacking that. These tips apply to many, many, many different areas. So yeah, I hope that this podcast was helpful. I hope that it resonated with you and that you feel like supported, honestly. That's, I think, my biggest intention. I hope that you feel really supported in whatever it is that you're going towards, whatever it is that you're moving moving towards, and whatever you're moving into reality, whatever you're trying to create because so much of this is tied to the creative process as well, right? Whenever we're making something new, that can be really, like, you know, really scary and a little bit sticky. And we might feel like we're not worthy of doing it and so on and so forth. And I think that a lot of these steps apply to that too. So whatever it is that you're moving through or moving towards or birthing into the world, I really hope that this supports you in making your dreams a reality. And uh, if you'd love to, if you'd like to share, sorry, if you'd like to share what it is that you're working towards or what new thing you're conquering um, or working on, I would love to hear it. So yeah, just please reach out to me. And um, if you liked this podcast, please like leave a review or rate. And if you love it, you can subscribe too, so that you get uh, notifications every time there's a new episode. And I would love to walk this path with you for a little while. So thank you so much for your time and your attention and and being here with me. I, I see you, I witness you and everything that you're moving towards and everything that you're bringing into the world and I can't wait to see it unfold. So yeah, have a beautiful day.